0: Welcome to season two of the Therapist of Millions podcast where we get under the skin and into the brains of leading therapists and coaches from around the globe to find out what makes them tick and how they are helping those on the front lines of mental health around the world. Hello and welcome to the Therapist Two Millions podcast, where we get into the brains and under the skin of therapists from around the world. And today, all the way from the UK and also from Greece, my favorite country in the world, we have Alex Ioannou, who is an integr- integrative, I got the name right and I got the next bit wrong, integrative and somatic psychotherapist, supporting people to access a deeper sense of connection with themselves and the world around them. At the crossroads of animist relational principles, I'm going to love this conversation, contemplative practice, somatic trauma therapy and the creative arts. He accompanies people whilst they heal from developmental and intergenerational trauma, move through profound life transitions and contend with the realities of grief. He specializes in working with bicultural people and people with experience of migration. Love that helping them develop their capacity for deeper internal integration. Alex, welcome to the show. Great to have you.
1: Thank you, Daniel. Thanks for the invite.
0: This is what, This is very, very interesting. Tell me all about some, some, somatic arts therapy, ancestral lineage healing. I mean, there's so many things here that we can talk about. Just give us a background. How did you get into this? What are they? Give us the details.
1: Well, I mean, I, I'd say you know, life path as for some therapists uh, has has been my my main motivation around my own my own path and own own integration of different things that that inform who I am and what I do in the world. So um, so now I say that I practice mostly as an integrative psychotherapist, integrating different trainings and And learnings that i that I've had along the way. so originally i was a, I was a biologist, I was an ecologist. Um, before then being slightly disillusioned with with science and 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 doing theater for my own expression and and that was before I trained as a as a drama therapist. Which is a creative form of psychotherapy, uh, using using the body and metaphor and myth. Um, and but my training didn't stop after I got my master's degree, and and I couldn't. I furthered my training in um, in working with intergenerational trauma and with and with like somatic trauma therapy. So so now I'm I'm kind of bringing things. Things together. Even even my my knowledge and approach of ecology is is informing uh, is informing the way that I practice with people therapeutically. As as we're we're humans that exist in a in a, in a wider context. We're not we're not kind of isolated human beings cut off uh, cut off from the wider environment. we all that we try to to create a to create an understanding that we're separate from from the rest of of the world, we are part.
0: So, t- t- tell us a little bit also about the because uh, obviously you work in both countries. So, um, what what do you do in in Greece? What do you do over here in the UK? Hmm.
1: Well, I my work is mostly online. Um, with people from from all around the world when I'm when I'm working individually, um, but let me say that for me the experience of migration um, has been quite formative. Um, living, living from from the country where I grew up, moving to the UK, um, moving between different dynamics of whether that's assimilation or integration or or, or adapting and, and kind of negotiating different different ways of being in a, in a country that's that's different than myself, than the country I grew up with. Um, so, so this has been a very rich territory for me. And, and hence I, I tend to work with people that have experienced that in their lives. Um, and there's there's a very particular kind of um, confusion sometimes that ensues as a result of leaving one's country or or a, a loss of a familiar sense of belonging. I love that. Um, so, but, so... but I find but I find that there's also an opening to a wider, like a bigger belonging, that's possible. If you if you've lost a more familiar
0: belonging, absolutely. How and, how do you how do you find the people to work with then, especially around the migration?
1: Um, well, I think for me the path is to become clearer around around what my niche is, mm-hmm. and and with and with and the people that the, the community that I serve, um, and 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 people tend to. They tend to see themselves a little bit in in how in how I describe some of my journey, or in how I describe um, some of the issues yeah. that that people that have experienced that. Of course, of course, there might be many other issues yeah. that that people are that bring, uh, but but there's usually that that's their underlying. As a kind of character trait or life experience that that colors all the other issues that that people might be struggling with.
0: Yeah, tell us a little bit about somatic. What what is somatic arts therapy? I
1: mean, so- somatic comes from the Greek word "soma," which means body, and though it's a, it's it's also like a wider. Wider understanding of body that doesn't separate the body from the mind that much.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so, so to notice that, and to know that our whole life stories, and and not only, but the stories of of our ancestors are somehow um, registered. And, and written in our bodies. I love that. And and that our bodies contain all of all of the stories can can be something that we work with and and explore. So it's not just talking heads but yeah. are but are talking but heads with bodies.
0: Well one of my favorite books is The Body Keeps the Score.
1: Yeah yeah yeah
0: I love that So uh, tell us a little bit about some case studies without any identifying factors. Give us some uh, examples of of who you've worked with and how it's actually helped them.
1: Mm. Well, I'd say I recently remember one one young woman who who was living a fairly fairly stable and um, but also unfulfilled life. Mm-hmm. Um, and and kind of stuck with unfulfilling work and but also too scared to to take a step outside of that of that work. Mm. Um, and after about a year of of working together, she she kind of decided to stop stop the job that she was doing she quit her job she had put some money on the side and and decided to move she she was based in the us and her ancestors were but she had come from Greece so she was Greek American right and and she took a big sabbatical to to go back to her family's home in Greece in order to to write a script, as, as she was, she was a script director for for films, mm. and and that's 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 still in the process of somehow taking taking a bigger risk in life, where there was there was no guarantee or no security that that doing that would actually bring the result that that she wanted. Mm. But but it was a move out of a situation that was um, unsatisfying. And and there were personal, there were personal blockages that were holding her back from from taking the risk. So so that's that's what we worked with.
0: That was really interesting. Um,
1: and I'd say, yeah, another uh, the general idea is that sure after after a first period of like people have anxiety or or depression symptoms and and symptoms tend to drop. Um, But then then for me the work that's when the work begins, after the symptoms have dropped and and after people can start imagining really what it is that they desire for themselves. And, and taking the steps that that might bring them there.
0: Yeah. What um what how do you look after your own mental health in your practice?
1: Um I mean because I connection is is the main the main aspect uh, of my work and 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 connection is also what I I develop for, for myself. There's there's aspects of like how do I connect with myself? Like how do I how do I notice my body in a day-to-day basis? Um, am I just kind of running around like a headless chicken, or am I stopping, taking pauses, taking moments to like notice, notice the world around me, spend time in um in a park or by the sea or yeah or in the woods and and not not just walk but but really take a moment to feel connected with the place yeah and that's that's the that's the game changer that it's not just doing but also noticing how I am how I am being
0: yeah in
1: each place.
0: And that's really important especially if you're in a city as well I think.
1: Yeah yeah um, and it's all very fast paced, but absolutely. there's yeah. there's still opportunities, you know, to to take a moment and notice. Maybe we don't have a like a rich rich forest, but sometimes even a, a tree in the corner of, of the street, and and noticing that tree and taking a breath. Yeah. Can yeah. can be can be important.
0: Yeah. what is the biggest challenge you're facing as a therapist and a coach right now in your practice
1: I'd say I think I'm it's, it's quite a fluid reality for me being being a therapist and I I also, I always have to to reflect a lot mm. on on what I'm doing um and I'd say one of the, the biggest challenges is, is how to how to ensure that I'm that I'm working in a way that's not just good for the person that I'm working, yeah. but that's but that's also good for the wider the wider world. So so like ideas around what is what is someone's purpose in the world and that that goes maybe one step beyond what is just good for me mm-hmm. um, and and the and this challenge around that is is not not everyone might be might be looking for something like that yeah. or or it might not be something that's say um easy to grasp. Um, and and we live in a kind of like like so much a big aspect of our culture is very narcissistic. Yeah. And and if we try to get really well adapted to the very narcissistic culture, then then we're not really serving our our clients and we're not really serving um we're not really serving the world in a way yeah. so so that's how how to support people to not to not really adapt to a narcissistic culture but to be truly themselves beyond beyond the kind of confines of a, of the a culture that asks you to be narcissistic to succeed yeah
0: so absolutely what um In terms of marketing techniques for your business, how do you go out there? How do you grow your business? How do you connect with people? What do you do?
1: The most important for me has been word of mouth. Yeah. And and people that are happy with what I'm doing, talking to other people. And um, of course, some some therapy directories and my, my website and social media presence which I don't I don't put a lot of content on it uh, but but what I try to put out um, for me is is quite focused and 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 just be being clear on, on the on my niche but yeah but who are the people I work
0: with I like that and what do you have plans for expansion in the future? Um, not
1: not big expansion as, as such. I think I'm, what I'm doing is I'm I'm continuously integrating mm-hmm. um, my work and and integrating the different strands of of what I do. Um, and and in this more more people come. But um, I'm I'm planning on I've been mostly right. Um, I've been mostly running one-to-one sessions, um, yeah. and and right now, from September onwards, I'm, I'm expanding to running more group sessions, okay. and 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 more and developing my own courses
0: as well. Great idea. Yeah, we we've uh, we we help a lot of our clients do that actually. So now, in terms of books, let's talk about books because I, I mentioned the body keeps a score earlier. Um, first of all if you could write a book what would the title be or have you written a book
1: I haven't written a book I've I've recently written a chapter uh, on on an edited book that's going to be published soon
0: fantastic what's the title of that one
1: we're, we're not sure of the of the of the book chapter yet of the book title but the title of my chapter is working with like the relationship of immigrants with their ancestors and and cultivating a deeper sense of belonging.
0: Wow.
1: For immigrants. So so I'm excited for that. And I'm when's excited. That,
0: when's that coming out?
1: Um it's 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 still in the publishing sector. We don't know. It probably end of twenty twenty four. Oh, okay. Um, for a while, yeah. But but I'm excited for for that, and it's a great collection of different practitioners that that have made this this book possible. Um, so I'm excited to be part of this like, collective of different voices.
0: Now on the subject of books, what's your favorite therapy or coaching book you've ever read, and why?
1: I'm bet- I'm between two that are that are quite different, and. And the first is um, uh, healing developmental trauma by by Lawrence Heller, who's the founder of the NAR method in which I'm finishing training him and and it's very concise, very pragmatic and and very informational um on whole on a whole body level impact of of trauma mm. uh, and and on a on a cultural level impact of trauma as well um and the other is is a book called Wild Therapy by Nick Totten, who's mm. an, a, okay. a rightian Ra- and embodied uh, relational psychotherapist in the UK um who talks a lot about the relationship of culture and nature right the the domesticated aspects of ourselves and the wild aspect of ourselves. Um and there and and kind of opening opening the field of therapy that we don't only work with individual humans and and bodies but we also work with a wider with a wider culture. Um
0: I love like the sound of that one. We'll include the links to both of those in the show notes. And uh so tell us a fact that blows our mind or if you feel if you if you feel brave Tell us a joke that's one of a kind, and you can win three months free membership to the Therapist to millions.
1: Um, I don't have a joke, such I'll I'll give you a fact that I uh, think is um that it's it's fascinating that it's not just it's not just our own personal story that affects us, but 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 we know now that from the science of epigenetics, that that experiences that even seven generations before of us, that that their experiences changes changes the way that the the DNA is expressed. Wow. Um, And and that gets passed down. Um, So we're not just dealing with our own personal experiences, but but, of many generations before us and and that, and that this informs pretty much the way that we are, we behave, but also the way we see the world. And and epigenetics is is great in the sense that it doesn't mean that your DNA is changed, but it changed the way that it expresses. so so that gives us the capacity to know that we can also change hmm. even, even on a, on a deeper, on a deeper level.
0: Um, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Three months free membership coming your way. And finally, how can people get hold of you? How can people contact you?
1: So well, I have a website up, which is the best way to get in contact with me. You can either, um, send me a message via that, give me a call. And I also have an automated booking system where you can go on the website and, and choose a time slot to, to speak with me. On the website is uh, com.
0: We'll put the link to that in the show notes as well and also your other contact details. And are you on social media as well?
1: Yes, with the, with the same handle uh, of okay. the website. I'm, I'm on Instagram and
0: Facebook. Fantastic. We'll put those links in as well. As also the links to the books, which are actually both of those books haven't been recommended before. So that's good. We're building up a nice library of uh, recommendations here. Alex, it's yeah. wonderful to have you on the show. Thank you very much for sharing your fascinating experience. And uh, it, it's really interesting what you're doing as well. Um, and keep up the, the great work. Thanks a lot, Damien. Thank you. Take
1: care. YouTube. Bye-bye.
0: If you would like to take part as a guest on the Therapist to Millions podcast, simply email me, Damien at therapistofmillions.com. That's Damien with two A's, as all of the guests on the show will get three months free access to our Therapist to Millions membership worth $300. So if you would like to know how to write a best-selling book, secure a TEDx talk, create membership sites with content you don't even have to create... Build client acquisition funnels, effective lead magnets, or your very own podcast—and way more besides. Why not head over to thetherapistamillions.com and join our community of like-minded professionals? And if you'd like an additional twenty dollars off your membership, simply type in the coupon code Podcast Listener at the checkout.